0: Hello, welcome to episode 238 of Three Bears in a Movie. I'm Richard Laird, and you are? Colin McKay. A, Hello. and A COVID-ravaged Colin McKay. Yeah, it's fi- finally caught me. Um, two years I'm into this the... now, two years, you really, and
1: finally got you. I know, I know. Um, I caught it from my son. Um, I don't know where he's
0: caught it from. Um, but... That's what I'm calling you. had sex 15 years ago, and this is what happened. <laughs> you finally get a disease.
1: <laughs> Slow burn.
0: It's, it's been a long game to my, get my you, but got you.
1: Um... But what's quite kind of sad is, is we've been out and about it over the weekend because we didn't really yeah. have it until Monday, so God knows. But, I mean, we were he might call it or Comic-Con that, for all we know. But, he might he probably call it Comic-Con. Yeah, possibly, possibly. But yeah, so, so that's me got the, the dreaded bug. Lucky do, you know, do you know what, though? I'm really, really glad that I've had all my vaccinations. So yeah. i all three. Because the way I'm feeling, I can
0: only imagine how you would feel unvaccinated that would say Jesus it would kill me I think I saw it amongst the family of people who had like different stages of vaccination in my family and just because of time and stuff people were at different stages of it and the difference yeah. between someone who had the three vaccines and the person who had maybe only two, one, or none, was mm. it was remarkably different on, on how it affected. Yeah, it was so, yeah. so so much different. So yeah. a swift and, recovery, Mister McKay, I do hope you're feeling better Well,
1: I mean, it's scary because I'm not a spring chicken as well. Do you know what I mean, some old it's immune true. system's not not as tough as it used mm. to be. But you know, I'm I'm a robust. Be fair. So I'm uh, sure yeah. I'll come out the other side, um, and dandy. <laughs>
0: yes, with no ill effects. Um, are you drinking anything tonight?
1: <laughs> Oh yes, I am. Um, despite being seriously ill yeah. I'm drinking. Um I'm drinking Kingfisher tonight. That sounds I've like learned... an old that sounds very old mannish.
0: That sounds like something you get in like a
1: pub in Dorset. Kingfishers, um, what you typically get in Indian restaurants, it's an is Indian it? Yeah, Lager. Yeah, so whenever you go to an Indian restaurant, that's usually on the menu is, is kingfisher. Is it um, so Indian laggard then? It is, yeah, yeah, is it? yeah, uh, seriously. It, 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 It's just it's quite quite generic as well. It's, it's not, it, it just tastes, you know, like any other kind of bottled beer, it's nothing. Nothing spectacular, I mean, there's not, nothing definable about it, um, other
0: than, you know, go to an Indian restaurant and you'll get kingfisher with curry. But yeah, I did King, not know that. And, I did not know. Like so it, it. So must be one of the kind of drinks, maybe, that sort of, like, offsets the curry a little bit, you know, like, sort of... It'll aye,
1: yeah, because I think that the alcohol kind of affects with the cardamoms and the curry and, and nullifies it and stuff like that. If you want to get really technical, but yeah, yes. um, So yeah, but um, it, it's quite. It's just a, it, It's not dissimilar to like kind of Budweiser stuff like that. Just very. It, it's generic it's
0: the Indian Budweiser.
1: Is <laughs> <laughs> it? Is it's the, it's their kind of biggest seller? So I guess. Is all right? Okay. I guess it is. It's like kind of Kingfisher, Singer, Cobra. They're all in the same vein. Those three. Yes. They're all kind of very similar tasting beers. So. Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's serviceable. Um, you're drinking something much more interesting. I can tell.
0: Well, You went to the subcontinent. I have went to the Cradle of Humanity. I have went to Africa for my beer tonight. Oh, African. Oh, I'll do it. I'm intrigued by African beers. Um, It's brewed in... It's born in South Africa, but it's brewed in uh, Croatia, I think. So I think it's um, like sort of the South African company have licensed it out to Croatia, a bit like some of the beers we get here that are sort of from various parts of the world that sort of do it in local breweries just to try and offset costs. But it's called um, Tolo Kazi. Oh, wow. Right, okay. That's a brewer, and it's a sorghum pilsner. Um a sorghum f- What's the sorghum Pilsner? No idea, but what I'll read it says here. <laughs> Tolo Kazi beer pays homage to the female brewers of the African soil, inspired by the Tolo Zaki clan's rich history of brewing. We are passionate about sharing with the world a large, uh, at large our history of brewing and take pride in locally sourced ingredients. So it's a Pilsner-style beer brewed with some malted sorghum, which is called which is Amabelle, Amabele, A-M-A-B-E-L-E, to give a crisp yet malty characteristic with, with balance, with a herbal earthy aroma and the local hops used, so it's generally actually really nice. It's actually yeah. really refreshing. Is, yeah, it, is it a strong beer? What, no, what it it 5%, it? 5%, yeah, but but it's
1: five percent? Five percent. Yeah, it's nice. I like the can. The can looks great. The can's tribal, very funky, doesn't it? It's very, yeah, it's like kind of is it African? African I, art, isn't it? Yeah. You can imagine like an African clansman wearing. You know, the, the kind of robes with that imprinted on it around them and stuff like that. So, yeah, right. very, very good, sir. So, I'm, I'm impressed, man. You've answered yes. me again. Here yeah. I am going all Indian, and you're like, no, fuck you. Like, you you, know, but you came with the Indian tenants to <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, yeah I, I did do that. But, I mean, how, how do you compete against, not even if you went African, but you thought, you know what, let's up and watch and give it a creation background as well. I mean yes, how can I even, with how can some I lady compete? brewers. So, I, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm woke as fuck, over. man. I'm woke as fuck, you know. You I am. You I'm so weak, weak. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, I'm very woke. Very woke. Paul
0: Paul Simon will write a song about you one day, I'm sure. One day. (laughs) I'll take Simon over Garfunkel any day. Um, Anyway, have you been watching anything of interest at home before we delve into um, movies?
1: Um yeah, I did not not but probably not of interest to anyone else but me, but yeah, I've watched a few things. Um so just before I went for a nap before the podcast, um that's that's my routine nowadays, is everything I do is punctuated by a brief nap <laughs> now. Um I watched um Resident Alien episode three, which okay. uh, still still very funny. Still it still holds up remarkably well and Richard to judges Richard to do because it's got such a he, he is an alien. It, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if one day it was real. Alan Tudyk is from an all he, he does seem to have this sort of outer-worldly sort of vibe to def- him, doesn't he? Definitely. Yeah. Just like, yeah, he of course he's an alien. We, yeah. Obviously he's a fucking alien. I mean, you need, you need to get watching this show. I will, so I, will really, I will. It really is one that's designed for you. Do you know what I mean, it, it, it's funny. It's got fucking Tudyk in of, I mean, he sees like candy for a <laughs> you know, I mean, he's...
0: He's definitely... I him two, I'm two seasons behind on Rick and Morty, so I'm currently mm. catching up on Rick and Morty this now. No, you got to watch, you've got to watch. I will get That's to it eventually, much, I promise I will. Better.
1: And um, I'm, I'm still um, carrying on my Mrs. Maisel, which I watched nice. the, the second episode of last night, which I didn't enjoy as much as the first one. So the first one I, I really enjoyed and Lorraine was a bit cold with it. Mm. I think Lorraine enjoyed last night's one a lot more than me, so it seems to be... Is I it, up it um, as... Weekly or is it sort mm. of... Um, I think it's all there, but I think we just watch everything. I parcel out a little bit, yeah, just one. Don't, yeah. Don't over- yeah, but, um, with it. we what me and Lorraine were both discussing it last night and Lorraine was like, do the characters annoy you sometimes? And I was like, Yeah, they actually do. And I think it's it's her herself. She's getting quite annoying because she's she's quite kind of kind of upper class, but kinda quirky, do you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And sometimes you just like, fuck off. Do, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like now and again you feel like you're, you're not relatable to, to to me. Do you know what I mean?
0: But sometimes um, that, that that's, that's... Like, quirky quirky works, but sometimes quirky it gets to the point where going, it it seems unrealistic. Like I, we really like the watching; it's not particularly like popular, but we like watching the new girl. See mm-hmm. one with Zoe but sometimes Zoë Deschanel is so quirky that she becomes just exceptionally irritating. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's that it's that very fine line between sort of quirky but relatable and quirky to the point of going, I would not want to be in a room with you for any more than three minutes, or I would. Yeah. Me. So it's like um, I, I guess
1: for me the classic example is Phoebe from from Friends.
0: You don't I, want be friends.
1: I don't want to be friends with any of the friends. Yeah. I think oh, yeah, I think every one of the friends would be an absolute pain in the arse. They're all just you don't relate really to any of them. I mean, at all. No, there's nothing not in their lives. Yeah, yeah, totally. And Phoebe especially again because yeah. of the, the, the forced is you know, yeah. it gets it, it grates eventually, and you're like, I don't, mm, I don't, don't like you enough to do this. No. But Mrs. Majors only like kind of six to eight episodes per season, so it's not like Friends where you're bombarded with all you know, for ten years, week after week after week. Yes, Um, you know. So hopefully, it's just a week in a. Of, Hoping it's just a wee kind of dip. I mean, it's season four now, so you tend to find you think you can probably do. It- Another all seasons are turning. That's Alex what we gonna and, ask.
0: And, has it got an end point yeah. You reckon this this show?
1: I think, yeah, I think definitely. I don't think it's got an ind- indefinite lifespan. So I think
0: it's got to come to a conclusion. Um, and is there a, a conclusion you state. think would be satisfying? That there's something they could aim for or that would you go like, does she appear on like say Saturday Night Live and that's the end of this? That sort of like the last push or something, something along those well, lines.
1: Yeah, it's set in the fifties. So God, I oh, okay, so yeah, maybe maybe hitting the kind of big time and then you know maybe a night of the morning. Apollo or something, maybe doing Apollo yeah, or something or something. Opposite way, and you know, just like you know, fuck it, crash and burn, and, and yes, burn she, um, she gets married, Had a family,
0: and loves life again.
1: Yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm thinking possibly season two more. I think if they do any more than that, that's then that danger. You know, kind of overdoing it and just mm. get to a point where it just becomes you know generic crap. Or everything else, so I hope they. Be- Play it, play it smart and think. You know, let's let's start winding us down now. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, still overall, still a great show despite the criticism. Um, yeah, it's still really, really watchable and smartly written and better than a lot of nonsense.
0: That's you know just out the there. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely, absolutely
1: lovely. What
0: about you, sir? I think I've watched. I've watched this week. Well, I've said Ricky Morty. I I'm I'm plowing through two seasons of that. Yeah. Well, i watched do it. I like Rick, Rick and and Morty. Morty. <laughs> um, I forgot. I didn't realize there was two seasons available to me. How, I how
1: is that holding up? Is, is, is that there was consistent? a definite there
0: was a definite dip around about season three. I think maybe season four, possibly when it became aware of its popularity and what it could do. Mm-hmm. When yeah, it became almost yeah. self-aware, kind of a bit like Archer. Remember Archer at that moment as well when Archer became sort yeah. of self-aware of what was funny and that people liked it in a certain way. This yeah. the first two I've watched so far. I've really enjoyed. I think they been very very funny and not quite as kind of to be the out there clever. Funny with it and trying to be so out there that you can you lose interest. This is it's much more relatable in what they're mm-hmm. doing. So first two so far, I've enjoyed and I will continue to watch it and finish the season off. But on that yeah. the only thing I watched <laughs> this week. We finished off watching After Party, uh, which is on Apple Plus. Um, which is sort of this like it's a bit of a, it's a six-parter about high school friends who reunite at a high school part at a high school reunion. Um, one of them is, is now the one of the most famous Justin Bieber-esque singers in the world and that he is played by Mr. Dave Franco um, oh. Anyway, at the after party Dave Franco gets killed, it's not a spoiler this happens in the first 10 minutes of the show mm. um, but then what you're seeing is the, the detective investigating this, the the um, the murder questioning the sort of six or seven friends and are all given different viewpoints of what happened on that night that you uh-huh. see everything from this sort of their point of view and their style so one of them for example is like a murder mystery guy, so you see almost in a style a murder mystery um, episode. One of them sort of an all-singing, all-dancing, so they, his episode is all kind of like all-singing, all-dancing. One of them very sort of animated and loves art, so her episode is kind of animated. And you see one from the point of view of like a young girl, so it's like there's Muppets involved and stuff in it. One of the guys are completely butch jock nuthead, so... It's like an action movie at that point, so you get to see, like, you see a different perspective. It sounds the
1: show. really clever, man. That it's really is... well done.
0: It's got a really good That's... cast. You get like, Ben Schwartz in it, you get um, Sam Richardson, who I really like, and um, you get Tiffany Haddish, Dave Franco, Zoe Chow, um, Alana Glazer as well. It's so a really good cast, really <laughs> well done pretty satisfying at the end as well it, it ties up I think it seems to be like a one and done they're doing six episodes yeah. and, and that's kind of pretty much going to be it and um, because it ends definitively of like who done yeah. it so you find out at the end who done it and um, so no I really dug it I really liked it I thought it was really fun both of us laughed a lot at it and it's we watched over the course of about six weeks I know I think it was five weeks I think they've done two and I think two were dropped in the first week and then it was you know the next four after that so or four or five after that. but no we really enjoyed it. it was really fun really worth watching yeah. It's definitely, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying watching stuff episodically
1: just now. Yes, I mean, I, yeah. I seem to be kind of more enjoying that than I, I don't think there's anything I've kind of binged on for a long time. No, um, I, I really enjoy having that something to look forward to each week. But the last thing Remember? we
0: probably binged was we binged the first eight episodes of Mothers in the Building, and then the last one I and mean, the last two came out. Do you think we kind of, yeah. came into it a little bit late? We went for that. Um, yeah,
1: but mine's no. is um Bell is another one I'm doing weekly Actually, like mm. every Friday. I watched that last week as well. That's you, you need to check out oh, yeah. It seems to be very divisive. It seems to be people <coughs> fucking love yeah. it, they hate it. There's no I've not read any middle ground for it yet. But um no, I'm still I'm still actually digging out in a strangely big way. I'm surprised to myself that I'm liking it so much as well. But yeah, yeah. That is up.
0: Yeah. I will I will definitely get to it, but there's a lot of stuff um Yeah. I'm I'm trying to watch as well. So there's too much content now. That's the problem, dude. There's just
1: there's too much to watch. Far too much, yeah. I know. Because I've got I think I'd, I was Andy um was talking about uh Peacemaker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's the best thing he's seen for ages. Like your yeah. James Gunn, every episode is just yeah. you know, top-notch, and that's coming soon on sky. So well, is it good I'm say, waiting for yeah, that? As it's well. just stuff coming. Every everything you plan, something like I'm going to make time to watch this, something else drops, yeah.
0: and you're like, just I fucking
1: let me focus on one thing, do you know. You
0: know I mean, it's like it's Disney's got like and... dope sick on it, you know. It's got um, you know, Michael Keaton in it. I've not watched that yet. Yeah. I want to watch that. I've got Pam and Tommy, apparently, he's very, very good. I want to watch that totally as well. I'm desperate to see that as well. But so was, like, just, I... I will find time eventually to watch these things, not enough yeah. hours in a day,
1: but you exactly. cannot of worry that you're. Kind of getting left behind Do you know what I mean? There's that fear Of missing out as well that, that, That's there Because something's So current just now Aye And you're seeing it A year later And it's like To you It's like Current But everybody else Is like No that happened Months ago That
0: years and, ago Yeah like, For example When I start so watching th- This Maisel You'll probably be 75 and, Aye, and, up, you possibly, know, and I'll... I'll be a stand up comic <laughs> Yeah You'll, you'll, start you'll, you'll, you'll be drawing a pension and things like that, and you'll be, you know. And I'll be, like, Colin. I finally got to miss Muzo. Excellent, you know. And, and I'll like, whoa, 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 Miss <laughs> <well. laughs> out! about it back in two thousand twenty-two. And <laughs> um, yeah, so after parties, of i really watching TV. Well, apart from some of the movies we're going to get to next. So before we dive into all things the dirty, first thing we'll start with some films that are on the um, the uh, streaming services. The first one we'll start with is one from Netflix, which is called Against the Ice which is directed by Peter Flint, who directed things like well, Scandinavian stuff called Beatles and A Place in the Sun, um, and also the Wallander TV show. Um,
1: oh, did he do that? Right, he's done,
0: he's done a few episodes of the TV show. I think he's done a few of them. I not the remake, but the original, like the, the Scandinavian y- Young version. young Wallander that's out as
1: well just now, isn't it? Because we've not Kenneth Branagh
0: played him at one point as well. I think so, yeah. But I think yeah. He'd, he'd done the one that was set in, like the original one that that was based on. Right, okay, right. Cool. Um, cool. so the plot of this one is set in the 1900s where a group of uh, two men basically, um, on a Denmark, a Danish, are Dan- Danish, aren't they? Yeah, Danish ship, yeah, yeah. and they're in Greenland yeah. and they've got to basically, they're, they're basically walking across somewhere to prove across Greenland to prove that Greenland has been is one island, it's not two, yeah, There's because the Americans men. are trying to basically claim clean part, clean part clean of Greenland, yeah. yes, so Based they, they basically, in the, yeah, yeah, in the opening moments of the film, they find this, they find the evidence they're looking for, but when they're, yeah. when they're walking back, they are basically, the ship that was supposed to be waiting for them has fucked off, and yeah. yeah, because they're going to get caught in the ice, so they're basically left on the mainland of Greenland in very isolated conditions, having to survive for two, two years. years, yeah, pretty much yeah, two years, two and years. they have to travel from one part of Iceland to the, ne- not Iceland, Greenland, from Greenland, one part yeah. the other in order to survive, so they can try and hopefully one day get picked up. Um, yeah. And so it's a survival story. It's man versus man, man versus God, man versus nature. Search for something. It's it covers all the bases that you expect in any any movie. Basically. Any. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It, um, is, it is a very stereotypical Arctic survival survival film. story. Yeah. So you've got in the film you got Nikolai Coster woldo Waldo. Is that his name? Waldo, the guy who yeah. plays.
1: No, uh, Jamie Lannister. Jamie
0: Lannister, he's the one in Game of Thrones with one hand, isn't he? Who banged his sister? Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's yeah. him. Okay. Uh, oh, that's was, honestly defined, name of that defined was creation,
1: Honestly. Um I think he has got European roots. Um, I can't that's why the films like European production. No, he's David, um, he is, he is um, Scandinavian.
0: Yeah, he is yeah. and He also, yeah. I think from what I read, he produced this and wrote it as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So his yes. must be a, a real passion project for him. And you've yeah. also got Joe Cole, he plays the other gentleman who is sort of traveling all the same, who's an inexperienced um, Arctic explorer, partly just him. Yeah, he's someone
1: they kind of picked up on the way to fix the ship, so he yeah, wasn't going to be there, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And you get Hida Reed. she plays his, uh, Nicola Costa Waldo, uh, the, the main explorer's wife. And you, get, and you get Charles Dance popping up in it as well because he must yeah. be friends with. Nicole, I think I think I I think thought, yeah, right. I was because he kind of was
1: in there for no, apparently. You know, yeah. anyway, I could have played the part he played, yeah. you know I mean? but it's like, who can we get? It's a big name. Let's get Charles Dance. You know, I,
0: I, I, I described it you know, if you can get Charles Dance to appear in something, number one, he probably will appear in it because the man works like nothing else. Um, mm. If you can get him in, get him in. So, mm. start with yourself. what do you think of this one? Um. Oh, right, here we go. Um, It was quite slow and boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not a
1: lot. Really, really happened. No. Um, and and they kind of went through. I don't know if you noticed, but it would be like day 12 and then it'd be day 256. Yes, day 700. I mean, so it was like massive, massive gaps of, of yeah. just you know what happened. I mean, were they just walking, you know, as a lot of hobbits, uh-huh. you know, that are just march, uh-huh. march, 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 march. Um, they did try and throw some drama in there. So you had like that. It's not a spoiler, there's a polar bear attack,
0: which. You know, Some dodgy CGI pull up here yeah, I was going to say, not,
1: not, it was, it certainly was not DiCaprio, you know, and his, no. his escapades were where it was this part the original <laughs> plan was to
0: train a polar bear to do it. And then a polar bear guy went, You cannot train a polar bear to do this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <coughs> it, not it would happen. have
0: made for better viewing, I'll give them that. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. it? They got like a sumo wrestler, like a big sort of like massive wrestler guy, not some wrestler, like a big kind of big like sort of Icelandic strongman, mm. put him in a green suit and made him like sort of attack him
1: and then supposed to the pull bear over him. It's a sh- that, that's a great idea but it just looks shite. Right. <laughs> the CGI was bad. Yes. Yeah, did. it, it didn't work at all. Um you, they they done the ultimate mistake of killing dogs. Uh, which that you can,
0: you, the good, the wife can't, lady was not happy with that in the first minute. You can't, you can't do bill. that. Yeah. I
1: mean, anyone with a love loves dogs is just instantly going to be turned off for this film, and they, they pretty much killed all the dogs. It was you know, they were merciless to the fucking dogs. Um, <laughs> the
0: dogs no dog they, was spared.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you get it. I mean, in conditions like that, you know, dogs, you know, they're, they're just fucking. You know, the animal dies first. Not, yeah, they're not a pet. You know, they're, they're just yeah. a commodity. I mean yeah, they're getting for a to and once they're done, they're done. So I guess it. it's probably realistic. But you don't want to see that on screen. Do you know I mean? I don't care who you no. are. That's not something you want to see. No. Um, but yeah, I just found it very under- underwhelming. And it's an same. Interesting story. Yeah. Do you
0: know what I mean like there's, there's got to be more meat, nose, bones, Surely. Than, than, I think the, it seems so. like it's like a better book than a film.
1: Yeah, yeah. So one of the stories that
0: might have lived in legend and sort of like I think it's Dane, I'm pretty sure it's Denmark. So I it might have lived in like Danish legend of this like sort of great story. But see, for a film where guys are left on on like Greenland and no hope of survival and stuff like that, it really lacked any sort of tension, you know what I think? So you mm-hmm. felt like mm-hmm. I felt like I have never really that worried about them. I felt like there was all yeah. this what they do, they do they do a criminal thing at one point of like cutting to the future at one point, like quite mid, like sort of and you sort of almost give away the fact that they're okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know they're fine? Yeah. Which no, I'm, you're right.
1: At no point. Was ever any danger. Um he, even with a bear attack, you know, oh. was like he, they're in the hut and he's like, Oh, you know, he tore, he tore your jumper. Do you know like, I mean? Like, like, that's
0: remember.
1: not what happened to Leo. Leo get fucking I, that I, thing, you know. Fucking ripped to the half just about I. and you know, he's stitching his jumper back up and you're like that's it. Um so yeah, just just underwhelming. Um I yeah. thought and I think it'd have been something I'd have enjoyed a lot more if it was perhaps like you know um, Discovery Channel documentary. Well, yeah, probably stunning. It looks, stunning. A, it looks amazing.
0: Yeah, because the yeah. photography in it is amazing. It looks absolutely you know I'd have went to Greenland obviously of shot in the Arctic and things like that, so. It looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, I mean location wise and stuff for that is absolutely spot on. Um, some of the
1: actors, that God I'm, I feel like I'm so down in Game of Thrones actors, but um, I, I think Nikolai's not. A great actor, as well, you know, he's got a posh no. voice and he's got a pretty face. Um, but you know, he's, he's not got much in the way of range, no, at all. there wasn't
0: much um, range to him at all. You know, he just yeah. looked cold a lot of the time and going, I think that's pretty much what he was. He just cold, uh, uh, I given. Um, Joe Cole was the standout. Um, I like no, that's him all right, yeah, agreed. He was decent,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, PK yeah. Blinders as well. well he's, okay. he's one of the brothers Now for like kind of four or five seasons, so he's a kind of big part of PK Blinders. Right. Um, and I'm glad to see him getting his breakout and stuff like I mean yeah, probably not this, but getting
0: his breakout and getting bigger roles and stuff like that. Sorry, um, he's not in yeah, Paul Dark. You're right. He is, is, um, uh, Peaky Blinders, is in. He played yeah, somebody else I was watching this week and it's Paul Dark he was in. Sorry, my mistake. It is it is indeed um. I think he was in a boxing
1: movie recently that got quite a lot of accolade where he played a boxer. As well. A prayer before um, dawn. Yeah, he's a prisoner that becomes a boxer. And yeah, done.
0: A, a boxing yeah. castle, in one of Thailand's most notorious prisons. Well yeah, done, so. I, I do know, and
1: he got he got a lot of praise for his, right. his role in that. But I um, mean, yeah. he said he's, he's He's one of the, he's got that kind of George MacKay quality where he's got an interesting face. Yes,
0: he's in that yeah, Gangs of and, London as well.
1: Apparently, was very good, and he's in that Happy yeah. New Year, Colin Busted, which I really enjoyed as well. So he's one one to watch, definitely. Yeah. He's up and coming, and he's just got that that interesting oh, face that you want. Green
0: to Room, that's what I know from. He's in Green Room.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, he's in that as well. So that's what a Great from. actor, and he was yes. the best thing in this. Um, yes. to to steal the show from. The writer, producer, overall, you know, glory boy star as as.
0: Well Aye, because you, you know he was definitely writing the best role for himself. You know, it was yeah, definitely it was definitely very much he was he was a hero of the story essentially. He's a guy oh, who's yeah, yeah he's a. The name it, just, yeah. Um, ultimately
1: I, some some of the decisions though, you made you, you, like you, the one what was the one we seen recently with Mads Michelson when he was trapped in the Arctic, remember? Was, and yeah, there you go. Um <laughs> and he was like so you know methodical and like, you yes. know, I'll do this, and everything was, you know, designed to survive. Right. Whereas when I start doing stuff and you look that's a bit. That seems guess, stupid. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Do you know what I mean? You're like, I, I wouldn't do that, and I don't know anything about surviving fucking it,
0: Arctic. It felt more like a dollop episode where they, they succeeded by being dumb, like they kind of looked upon <laughs> success <laughs> somehow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Almost, yeah. yeah. You're you're just like that's a daff. Are, are you sure you're going to do that? No, like, yeah, they're fucking doing it. And yeah. I guess, I mean, I, I'm, I'm taking it historically as probably quite accurate. So I, I think so, it, so. Yeah. Well, All the stupid stuff they've done is probably documented as, uh, yeah, they did actually fucking do that. So, you know... um... You kind of think, you know, you kind of deserve to
0: what you got as well. You mad bastards. Sorry, over to you, sir. No, I'm, I'm, I think I've talked about it enough. Didn't want to say, and I think I was much the same as yourself. I, I enjoy some of the photography. Um, the pacing's very odd, like you said, it jumps and yeah. sort of, runs at a weird, a weird thing. Performers I thought were generally all right. I'm mean, going to give them. They all look very cold. Um, and they look, <laughs> um, they all do beards in it and stuff like that. Um, Joe Cole definitely stand out. It's just one of the things. I love a good survival story. I'm a big fan of these kind yeah. of stuff, but this felt like one of the ones that needed a new angle. And I thought they made some yeah. really odd decisions in terms of like sort of like cutting back to like sort of, well, I'm assuming it was Denmark or cutting back to, but it was obviously Charles dad's a very English accent, but cutting back to the idea of like sort of what's happening back home just didn't feel necessary. Mm. You know, it, it took away. Yeah. And I felt almost at that point you only had that in there to sort of like taking a boost to runtime because it just wasn't much of a story. But it was because <coughs> they get to a certain point in the story. I'm not going to ruin what it happens. Where it becomes very stagnant, yeah, and I think yeah. from that yeah. point yeah. on, you're kind of going, just get us along. Are they going to die? Are they going to live? Yeah,
1: yeah, we, yeah we, we kind of just want to get to in. Um, just very quickly before we move on, so putting you on the spot here with us one, just be a wee bit of a garden path. But the, the survival stories, we both do love them. What's your favorite? I do love Alive. Alive's good, yeah, yeah. I like uh, Alive, there's one I really I can't.
0: I'm going to look up in a wee second, I'm going to get there's the, one with the name Neil Patrick Harris called Snowbound, which I really enjoyed. It was like, oh, it's almost like. like, like it was a TV like movie. But this, cu- this couple who get lost in the snow when they're traveling like across, I think it's the Rockies, um, and a car breaks down and they have to walk for like days and days across. And they've got a little baby and they've got to travel across land and the, the baby. Um, oh wow. it's a TV movie. I, I'm pretty much. I'm pretty sure was it just a TV <laughs> TV movie. But I, again, when they found the, I really enjoyed this. I really like it. You know um, I really like Hell in the Pacific,
1: which is an old '60s one, and it's yeah. got um, oh, what's his face, old chiselled actor, sung in painted wagons born under one and star him what's his name old guy I can't think of the name now played gangsters and stuff where it was all that kind of big tough guy anyway him it's him this it's World War 2 and him, he crash lands on a desert island and there's a Japanese guy on the island as well and they basically fight off against each other oh yeah I've heard of this yeah well, that, that's amazing and also uh, Enemy Mine the one with Dennis Quaid that's a good one yeah that's great as well. That's a very similar story. I think it's probably yeah. based on, ripped off from that. But I really like those two as well. I like Jungle as well with Daniel Radcliffe. Jungle that, was good.
0: That was, that was good. What's the other one? Um, Lost City of Z. I really enjoyed as well. Um, I've still to see that. I've never seen it. It's not. Like it's a it's survival, but it's a slightly different survival. But it's. I, I enjoyed that as well. And Arctic um, was very good. The one we missed the other, Arctic was uh-huh. very well done as well. Um, made that. There's one tracks I watched. It's about a girl walking across the outback. Um, she's oh. taking camels. It's less, it's sort of her surviving across the outback. I really like that one as well. Um I've I, I like survival stories I really enjoy. I like the not I like some of the not the not real ones, you know, like Vertical Limit. I really enjoy that and like yeah, Everest yeah. and stuff like that. I like that kind of I like stuff from people. What about go. what about things like Sunshine? Is that a lot of survival Kinda. I mean show. I suppose it is yeah. kinda. Yeah, I would probably it's, put it that more. Kind of sci fi. Sci-fi horror almost rather than anything yeah. else. Yeah, you know, because, sure like, that. alien survival story, there people go with that, you know, like, alien yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. it's getting I suppose it's when you bring
1: in the environmental factor, isn't it? Yeah. That's what kind of makes it more, more the, But yeah. no, I'm, I'm the same as you, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good survival movie Um, and, and this one just didn't quite oh.
0: 127 Hours.
1: That's a good one as well. Yeah, that, that, that's a, well that's good a really one. good one. That's, you know? that's, a, that's a, a modern classic survival one, that. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, aye. Yeah. But
0: one, I was, one I was most disappointed with um, in recent years was that Unbroken. I, I like that a lot. I remember we spoke about this before. I loved right the, book, the book. Because the book yeah. is actually insane. Like The actual story, the actual real story is even more insane. It's almost unbelie- it's even more unbelievable than what happens in the yeah. films. a bit, a little bit too safe, a little bit too... Uh, you know, oh, yeah. ...in uh, the I, the, I, the good, heart. yeah.
1: It rains it in a lot because uh, the the kind of Japanese um, captain of talks him, yeah. he he wasn't portrayed half as nasty as he really I think I he was. I he was in real life. Like yeah. I, I enjoyed that a lot more than you. Um, did you ever did you ever watch the sequel to? it? No, what I did was, not watch the sequel to it. No. Where it where it he becomes an evangelist and stuff like that. It's fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I was so angry that I watched that. I was, like, I was like, read oh, the book. The book's why? amazing. No, I've read it. Um, we, we, we both You'd read it and then you asked me to read it and then shortly after they released the movie. film so film was, we, yes. We kind of, we, we'd kind of read them and, kind of read them and seen the film within maybe a year. Of, Aye, like, I remember of, we both really looked forward the, to that well. film.
0: Anyway, and against guys, the out of 10, yeah.
1: what are you giving it? Uh, I, don't, I don't want to be a complete dick, so I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10.
0: I'll go 5.5.
1: Right, okay. Yeah,
0: I was, I was 30. thinking 3.5 was my initial. <laughs> like, Joe Cole saves the day 4 out of 10. He said the day, it looked cold and it looked pretty. I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, next, it, one, next one, next one, go for one you've not seen. You know, I told you to watch it, but in a way, I'm glad you didn't watch it because I think you <laughs> angry with me. Um, the film called The Humans, it's also on Netflix as well. Um, it's directed by Stephen Karam, it's his debut feature. Now, he's, I he's a I'm just going to
1: stop you before you, before you carry horror on, sir.
0: Richard told me to watch The
1: Humans. It's a horror film. Yes. Yes, it is what you texted me. Watch The Humans, <laughs> a horror film by yeah. A24. Carry on, sir.
0: It's A24, <laughs> so I had the vibe of, and the sort of blubs for it, as a sort of elevated horror, you know, um, along those lines. Um, so the plot of this one is a very simple plot. There's a family who gather for a Thanksgiving at, at their daughter's house. It's, a, it's sort of her new flat in, or house in, in New York. Um, and at the family dinner, essentially a lot of secrets and a lot of sort of pent-up tension um, all comes to the floor. Um, and the, the family start to sort of basically deconstruct each other as they sort of pick, pick each other apart um over over dinner essentially over over this weekend and it's um it's just seen a family sort of deconstruct themselves um as we've all seen happen probably in our own personal <laughs> lives to be honest you know we I out for <laughs> quite often you get off for family dinners and it sort of gets out of hand everyone knows exactly how to push the buttons of their nearest and dearest very easily yes oh yeah, um, yeah. So, in the film, you've got a, really, you a very, very strong cast. You've got Richard Jenkins, who's always very good. Amy Schumer nice. is playing a very, quite a straight role in this. She's not really playing it for laughs at all. And um, Beanie Feldstein from Booksmart, which you haven't seen, but it's amazing. Um, Jane Haubishel, Stephen Young from, well, he's now Minari, but he was obviously Walking Dead before that, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And always exceptionally lovable, um, June Squibb, who I, I have. A lot of affection for June Squibb she's very she's, who's June
1: Squibb what what's she from? She's
0: the granny who's in Palm Springs. Um and she's also in stuff like um, Nebraska. and You'll know when you see her, she looks like a typical gran. Yeah, you. Uh, I think she might be like America's Judy Dench. Cool. Okay. but with more, okay. With, yeah, more, I with, I with, more of a full did. mouth, and I, I quite I quite appreciate her. I think I quite <laughs> enjoy her for what she, what she brings to her role. Um, this is, it's, it, like I say, it's not a horror, but it is creepy. Um, it's very much a thriller more than like a drama. It's, it is a stage play that's been sort of adapted for the screen. Um, it's kind of very much in the guise of Ghost story, you know, where you're essentially just watching time passing as you're watching this family. There's there's no real sort of major major event. It sort of builds towards something like like revelations, but it's not. There's no sort of major revelation, and it's and you're essentially something just watching a guy in a room, sort of just sort of there's just sort of pacing and stuff like that. And it's sort yeah. of is very voyeuristic in that respect. You're you're very much watching what's happening. You're almost you're almost like the house itself, like sort of almost hidden in the walls, sort of getting a yeah. sense of who this family are, and you're sort of. you're constantly aware that the family they do love each other that's very clear but there's Mm. definitely there's definitely some tension between them all for for varying reasons you know the parents are a little bit upset that the the kids have all abandoned religion and are abandoned their their hometown to live in New York and one of the kids has lost their job you know for reasons and it's sort of there's a lot of stuff sort of like playing on people's minds during the film. So you're kind of watching that all unfold. Very strong performances from all everybody. Um, and it's, it does feel very much like a play. Everyone's, sort of, right. everyone's giving it proper acting. You know, they're, they're acting to the, the back role. Is, um, it, is it based on a play? Or is I think it is based strong. on a play. I'm, I'm pretty sure Stephen Karam wrote the, the stage play as well. Not 100% right. on that. I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Um, very atmospheric, very moody. It's a constant bill of tension. This will 100% not be for everyone. And yeah. it will alienate a lot of people because there's sort of there is a lack of any sort of major event in it. Yeah. Um, and it's and sort of very much a lack of resolution at the end. You don't really feel like you've got. There's definitely, a, it's, it's an unconclusive, I wouldn't say particularly satisfying end. You, again, you're watching a moment in life, you're not watching. A story you're watching like sort of 12 hours not, of someone's life not right. not done in a link later
1: kind of way where it's more you know to let these guys take a wee slice of life and make it you know cool this sounds just like yeah i mean I, 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 I
0: enjoyed life. it I, I got a fair amount from it I, I thought it was very well done very well staged i did my tent my my, my t- attention didn't really wane but there's definitely moments i was more engrossed in than others yeah. um but no I, I thought it was decent it's 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 one of the things you've got even like, in the right mood for it yeah, just yeah. throwing it on randomly on like a Wednesday night after work maybe won't do it for you, but maybe like on a mm. <coughs> like a Sunday afternoon, just sort of sitting and watching it wash over you, I think may have a, a lot more of an effect on you. So, um no, I, I I I got more from it than I expected to be honest. But I would I would say if you watched it, you give it a one, yeah. um, but <laughs> I, I will give it a very solid six. Oh, did Joe watch it as well? Jill watched it. And she wasn't overly impressed by it. Yeah, cool, cool. But I, I, like I appreciate that. what they are trying to do. Uh, we'll put it that way.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, I'm glad. No, I cannot. I, when when I seen it and I looked it up, and, and the description was not the description you texted me, and I thought I'm I'm not I'm not playing his game, and I'm he's not he's not going to get me this time, so I declined. <laughs> you offer to watch it. Anyway, I didn't
0: text you that out of badness. I did, I generally thought it was. <laughs> I know good. it was a twenty four. It felt it was that watching the trailer. that had that kind of like horror vibe to it. it I it think that that's
1: really- how it's reading reviews for it, which I done um as well before. I, I kind of decided, but that seems to be a lot of people were missold it as a horror film, and that right. this wasn't a horror film, so no. it, it, you were not alone sort of, I think you were in with that expectation maybe as well, and, and it just wasn't.
0: There's moments it feels like it could be, like it's almost like it's, it's, it's there's a horror film like busting bursting out of it, because like, there's a lot of moments set up at the very start of the film, you go, oh, that might be something and things like that, and there's like sort of a, an ongoing story with a dad's dream that's sort of, you go, oh, is this going to be something that's going to be a fruition type thing? But it never really, it doesn't, and that's all, like but they the latest the seats of yeah. what could be a horror film, um, so yeah, um, which yeah. is strange because a film that the seeds
1: are more interesting than the film itself. You're like, yeah, why didn't you go with what? the fucking seeds? Um, just very, very sorry, sorry, my, my head's mushed tonight. I can't even try to keep things in order. But before we move on to the main event, which we all okay. know that's going to be exciting. very exciting, um, right? last night I did watch another film. Last night, um, Lorraine's Choice. We watched Three Days of the Condor. Oh,
0: magnificent film! I love that film. It's on Netflix. Uh, it confused this
1: shit out of me um, right. We were watching it And, and I, I, I kind of followed it for about an hour And then by the end I was like, what's happening? And <laughs> She had to deconstruct it for me And explain it all to me And tell me why people were doing things And, and Stuff like that. I, I did love the seventies vibe. It's got oh, it's magnificent. Seventies. Um, I didn't really understand the whole female submission thing. You know, like, yeah, like, he kidnaps this female, and then, then they're making love. Five minutes later, I'm like, I don't yeah. understand. I don't don't get this. Um, but Robert Redford as he's. He's, he's a proper, proper movie star, Redford, is not he? He's like he's, Redford he's just, is.
0: Awful. I think that was, is was a definition of like when I think of a movie star, it's him and Newman that I think of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, there's <laughs> something about the way Redford. He, like he's Redford, as a young man, was an exceptionally handsome man. You know, like he, and he. <laughs> And then as he got older, he didn't he didn't he didn't lose the handsomeness, but he, he became a better actor. Like so he sort of just sort of every stage, every turn of his career, just sort of he found yeah. new Redford, and it all and it always worked. He always uh, knew absolutely. how to use himself in every film. You know, in, in, uh, uh, Redford is. He's I feel I feel like kind of Brad Pitts,
1: the new Robert Redford. Yes, almost. he's trying to be the, the new same. Redford, way. Absolutely, he's in uh, the same Yeah, way, same yeah but um, it, it was a good film. I just yes. got very very confused. I don't know if maybe it's cause of Miller I'm not thinking right or. Mm. Pl- I mean, the plot was quite you kind know, of all the Twisty Tourney. Twisty Tourney. I had to get Lorraine to explain it to me, and she gave I me mean, that look to say, as if to say, you're in a date. And I'm like, yeah, I no, I'm in a date. Explain it to me, and she, she did. It still doesn't make any fucking sense, but yeah. No, I, I, watched, that, I watched that anyway. So,
0: yeah. I like that film. Donaway's good in it as well. Who? Donaway. She's good in it as well. She,
1: she is. Yeah. she She's. It's weird looking, Lorraine. Kind of was saying last night, she feels like she should be Japanese, and I'm looking. like, I kind of get what you mean in a weird kind of way. Um, it's, it's bizarre because she's she's kind of strange looking. Do you know what I mean, she's got this like kind of daintiness about her, but you know, she's like kind of strong female as well, but not in that film because she puts out after getting kidnapped for no apparent reason at all.
0: Um, sorry, di- <laughs> diverting to to discussions. Really looking at the '70s. I'm just looking at the '70s for um uh, Redford. That is a phenomenal decade he had in the 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was everywhere in the
1: 70s, Mr Redford. He did well, even if we
0: start from, like, 69, Butch Cassidy, then he had Jeremiah Johnson in 72, which I love. The Candidate Can in 72 felt? as well. The Sting in 73, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great Gatsby's good in as well. The great Waldo Pepper, I really like as well. Three Days of Condor. All the President's Men. A Bridge Too mm. Far. Brubaker, The Natural mm. 1984. The man worked, like, in, like out of Africa, Legal Eagles, as well, which people didn't give as much love to from after Ghostbusters for writing, but I like that film. And then 92 Sneakers Man, oh, love sneakers! But even now, I mean, he's he's doing Marvel films just now. Do you, do you know
1: what I mean? The no, he retired still... now, he's
0: finished now. What was the last one he'd done? It was, it would have been it would Avengers endgame was his endgame, was his last, um, movie. yeah, that but was
1: only like three years ago. Do you know what I mean? The Man. still. Yeah. Journaling shit out. Do you know what I mean? He's still tuning it up. Do you know what I mean? Come on, there and he's like, I'm fucking Robert Redford. I
0: don't care who you are. Thank <laughs> you, like, oh, Robert Redford. His last, his last lead role was um, Old Man and the Gun, which was a great. I like I that. I loved that as well. That was a good, good. And again, I mean, he must have been like 70s when he made that. Uh-huh. I and
1: mean, when you look at him, you're like, he's
0: a damn handsome man. Do you and you know can what understand he can... why he, he plays a gentleman bank robber? It's based on a true story. Um, old man and, based a true yeah. story. and you understand yeah, why yeah. women would be so very charmed by that aging bank robber. He's like, I would fall Absolutely. for you. I could totally get it oh, I, could, I would oh, fall for t- it Take my what, please? <laughs> take my money, take Sorry. money, <laughs> Cool, sorry um, right, On, to, on to the main the... event So like I said, yes. so far, um, yes. Humans, like I said, 6 out of 10 So anyway, we move on to the main event The film that everyone has been talking about in, For the last God knows how long um, The film that's dominated everyone's opinion, uh, thoughts Dominated the streets of Glasgow As the filming took place for mm-hmm. All yeah. of 30 seconds on film <laughs> 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 To be dis- To be discussed <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, so this film is, of course, the Batman, um, directed by Matt Reeves, um, who'd also done The Cloverfield, The Let Me In, The Dawn of the Wall of the Apes, and The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes as well. So all the two last two eight films, Cloverfield and Let Me In. The plot of this film, we'll try and be brief and non-spoilery. It's basically year two of Batman. Batman mm. is sort of established in Gotham. He's he's worked up a relationship with Jim Gordon, and they seem to investigate crimes yep. together. There is someone yep. who's killing sort of the, the, the rich and powerful in Gotham, you know, the mayor and various other people. So the Batman and Jim Gordon investigating this. At the same time, there's a, there's a, a story unfolding regarding the, the Gotham PD who brought down a massive drug ring recently, but they may have done it in nefarious ways and yeah. any of the people who are involved in it may also be involved in the drug trade and Batman yeah. and his associates are trying to bring this down you've yeah. got the penguin who's part of the drug ring you've got yeah. the Riddler, he's the sort of the, the, the serial killer who's sort of taunting yeah. Batman in the the, in the good uh, you've also got Catwoman who's involved in it in some way um, I've got Jim Gordon popping up around there as well, dealing with stuff um, yes. and also Falcone is, played by, uh, is in it as well Stanley Tucci not Tucci, no, um, it's just the other
1: one I always get to him mixed up, you know what I mean which is,
0: don't do Turo. his name. Yeah, Turo. Don't don't okay. let me hang. I'm not well, yeah. man. Don't, no, we, don't okay. let me think about so, it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's basically, it's very much a Batman detective story. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so in the mm. film, you've got playing playing Batman for the first time is Robert Pattinson and 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 Batman role. So we can have it plays Catwoman. Paul Dano or Dano plays um, the Riddler. Colin Farrell under a mountain of fucking makeup plays Colin, uh, plays um, Penguin. If, Penguin. If, if I didn't know who that was, I wouldn't have known who. it you was. Could, there's there's almost no recognisable part of Colin Farrell no, in that face. Absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. insane. Absolutely. Um, Jeffrey Wright plays Jim Gordon. Um, John Taturo plays um, is it Falcone. It's definitely Falcone. Fal- He's, He's Fal- Falcone. Yeah, Falcone. Yeah, uh, and also, and you know, if you blink and you miss it, you might see Andy Serkis playing Alfred as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I'll
1: start on this. Well, if you start on this one. Because I think it might be more positive than myself. What well, do you think? I think, we, I think we need to cut in and out of this one because yeah. it's, it's quite it's quite a lot. So, um, first first thing to mention is that I didn't realise the, the runtime for this film. We were out to see it. Um, it. It's it's a weighty of three hours. that It goes on for, and it's um, not three
0: hours with trailers it, or with um, credits. It peaks out at three hours and then it goes to trailer, It goes to credits. It's yeah, it's
1: a full yeah. three hours. Yeah, um, which I. Didn't expect, um, and I felt like it probably could have done with some editing, some some
0: kind of trimming down. Have, yes, I agree. I think um, my general feeling was be- just very briefly was the first hour I thought was very enjoyable. And we'll get through. Mm. It, but I, I like that first hour. Second hour, I was losing interest. And I thought it floundered. And the third hour I thought was pretty bad. To be honest, I thought, thought,
1: it, was, thought it was pretty I, cool. I felt they could have ended it at the end of the second act. That hope yes. for that could have kept for another, another film. film. Yeah. Um, I, when when X was kind of shot, I thought they could have left <laughs> that film right there yeah. and it would have been completely satisfying. Like, yeah, cool, ready for the next yeah. one. Um. In saying that though, the the third act that it, it, it went big and some of it was enjoyable, but you were by that point, you were you know, you're over towers in your seat, and it was like it almost felt like Lord of the Rings where it you know it just kept going. 100%, and then, yeah. Then they tagged on another wee bit, and you know, no, it was bit. like you are get, getting ready to put your coat on and sort of get back in your seat again. Almost like that. Yeah, um, it was very much like that. actually hundred percent like yeah. that. That's very much
0: yeah. how it felt. Like we can't be anymore <laughs> yeah. through this
1: fucking film, but there is and, and did, oh, did you stay for the
0: end, the post-credit scene as well? Was there a post-credit scene? Like after that, sh- like after the yeah. drive out of um, Gotham Cemetery? I will talk to you about off camera. Um, uh, I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't for sticking around there. I've been, I've been <laughs> in for 19 hours at that point. I was not for staying any longer. Um,
1: so, yeah, right. So, so, let's do good idea. Let's let's do it in, in
0: part. So, okay. you were saying that so the first hour. Um, first hour is basically CSI Gotham. Okay, which yeah, it was a me film knew. lot. It, it big was, fans yeah. of the procedural, big fans of you "No know, Catch the Killer," "Trace the Killer," yeah. "Find the Killer." Um, I actually enjoyed the Batman, Gordon, Buddy, Cockness. I, I thought that was pretty yeah. well done. Ne- a really nice... in it that didn't have. Yeah, it, it was very serious. It was. Yeah, but I enjoyed definitely... that. I thought it was good. I, I like that yeah. stuff between them.
1: Definitely an all take on the Batman universe, where it's very grounded in reality. You know, yes. there's no, no no fantasy. But it shouldn't at all. be.
0: It's a man dressed up as a giant bat. He can't I have a reality know. to it. You've got to bring but, some sort of. And the thing is, what? that's what I like about the scenes with the cops when he sort of when Batman not spawned, but when Batman walks into the sort of the, the crime scene dressed as mm. Batman. All mm-hmm. the PD cops and they're all looking going like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like what? Like it's bro- that's, Yeah, but... that's a look. You need that look of like. That's not normal. You can't have it, you know. Yeah. You know, if if they play it as like, oh, Batman's here, it's like going, oh, no, it's utterly ridiculous. A man dressed no. a giant bat. I was to going to, go to say, I love,
1: I love those scenes, like the pure awkwardness. All these cops, just like kind of like, <laughs> what, are you doing? what do we do here? Ah, like, is, is this real? Do you know what I mean? Aye. I really enjoyed that play on it. I thought that was. Brilliant! Like, well you know, I really enjoyed
0: that as well. Just yeah.
1: standing in this fucking room with, with Batman, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> everyone's acting as if,
0: you know, there's not an elephant in the room. I mean, no one, so... in the front, one in the room acted like it was normal, which is the way you should be acting. Well. No one goes yeah.
1: right? It's like, no That, it's not that was really, really, really well done. I enjoyed that immensely. I was really, really surprised by the, the amount of Batman that was in the film as well. I mean, well, it, it was... Just Batman
0: all the freaking time. I think that's part of the problem I had with it a little bit was it's very much a Batman film. There's like Pattinson, we'll give him. I thought he's a, I thought he was a very solid Batman. I thought he uh, abso- yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 But I don't know if he's a good Bruce Wayne yet because there was literally nothing of Bruce Wayne.
1: Talk, we'll get on touch that.
0: As we're kind of moving on. But yeah, yeah I kind of get what you mean. I there think no, there's nothing to, to go. Was he a good Bruce Wayne or not? Literally, yeah. anytime the few he's not in the mask. He's mm-hmm. so brief and so, and he's not in the mask, but he's in Batman mode. because He's in like sort of detective yeah. mode. Yeah, There's literally yeah. maybe one scene when he's sort of, um, when he's being Bruce Wayne in the world, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, it's a wee short scene. There's nothing. Oh, so that's where I struggle going. Is he a good, because I, I didn't really, I, was, I didn't really get what this Bruce Wayne was at this point in time. You know, where, where is he? Uh, is that- so I was thinking about that. And I think this is a Bruce Wayne that,
1: that, wants to be Batman. He, you know, he, he's, he he doesn't want to be, you know, a fucking businessman. He doesn't want to be bogged out. He just, he, you know, he's living for each moment to be Batman, to go out and, you know, beat the shit yeah. out of bad guys. He's just got that rage and that fury and he just wants to go out and slap them down. And I think that's, for me anyway, I think that's what Reeves is going for, you know, is, he, you know, he's just, what's the point of being, you know, the alter ego Bruce Wayne when he's Batman? Mm. And I think that's where they're If that makes, I don't know if you can
0: get kind of. No, know. no, that makes sense. It does make sense yeah. because it's just. It's. I think much like Superman and Clark Kent, and like man and Peter Parker, the, the I think the character only works if the if both sides of that persona are sort of shown on screen and sort of embraced and actually given proper weight. And that's been the problem I've had with a lot of Superman, like the most recent Supermans was, like. Christopher Reeves brings weight to Clark Kent and he brings weight yeah. to Superman, right? That's the point. Yeah. He, he's curved in both roles. Brandon Roof, I thought was actually a very good Superman, but and not a bad Clark Kent, but not great. The newest one, I thought was a very good Superman as well, but I don't think he really got the Clark Kentness. And I think that yeah. was his fault. I think yeah. it was the director's fault, didn't really understand yeah. who Clark Kent was. Yeah. This is the problem, this one. Like, I think the director knows what he wants with Batman. He likes the dark, the he likes the sort of the, 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 the gothic love of you know, Batman that he has no clue as a writer and a director what to do with Bruce Wayne and i think when you lose half of what makes a character iconic which is the alter ego if you lose half of that you're losing a big chunk of a motivation and cuz the motivation is that you no know, his parents were killed yeah um, and he's, he's on a, a quest for revenge but it didn't really seem that he was actually have been of any help and this like, yeah. it seems like he was almost a hindrance to anything that was happening. So you have to yeah. ask the question of what was his... Why was he continuing to be involved? And in? clearly he should have shot seen himself that he was more of a, a, a hindrance rather than the help, you know, throughout the whole film. So that... I think I think if you maybe explored the Bruce Wayne character a little bit more, you might have found more about why he wants to be Batman at this point in time. I think he's setting that up for the future movies.
1: Again, going back to what I am saying, I think... Just now, he's, he just wants to be Batman. That that's his only yeah. focus. But I think the second and subsequent movies will open up the the, the embracement of the billionaire playboy when he realizes yeah. I can't, you know, I can't have these. I need to have these two separate lives. Yeah. And I think that's when he'll kind of explore
0: the, the Bruce Wayne character. Oh, I think I, I think, I think that, that, also might, that also might that explain why this Batman is not the Batman we know in the sense that Batman's supposed to be a, a stealthy ninja. Yeah. this fucking, in this prick, him in every <laughs> room without like he walks out <laughs> around banging shit. You know, like he, he couldn't sneak up on. He couldn't sneak on a, up on a deaf man. To be honest, yeah, way, it, you I mean, know, This this is like a fuggish Batman. You know, he's yeah. just, you know, he's brutal. You
1: know, like with the fight scenes are brutal. You know, he, he's just he's a sledgehammer. You know, he's just you know, just Aye. focused single direction and uh, don't stand in the way. Um, what what I've, I've been talking to me and Anderson together, um, and Lorraine, and I've been talking about this a lot, and I don't know. If I'm making this shit up, right? Get, go roll me for two minutes on this. So, in a lot of the scenes when he's walking about, he's thumping. You hear the boots clomp, clomp, mm. clomp. Um, m- most notably, the bit where he's kind of emerging from a tunnel, but you hear the big fuds. But I noticed that a big lot nice of his off. Yeah, every time he was in a room and stuff, I noticed that, and it got me to thinking, right? So, has is this meant to be Batman? Has has basically miked up his boots? For intimidation, so that you've got these big fucking intimidating footsteps. Seriously, think about it. Man, it's... I mean, possibly. I, I
0: didn't. I didn't really get that from it, but um, yeah, because because I'd
1: noticed a lot. Like because Andy said he only
0: noticed it with the tunnel scene, but I'd noticed that a lot when he's walking about. It was you know, thump thump. I think. It's, know, like, I think he's going fucking... to do this. I think he's going to do With sound mix of so they trying to put the gravitas towards him. I think
1: that's all and it so really was. I'm I'm going to go. My my, I It's an intimidation thing, you know, because that scare the shit
0: out. You seeing a man dressed about fucking with a big boot stomping. Towards that's these. true. That it is, does, and you do see yeah. the people who do see, which is <laughs> is genuine. And I I love that scene at the very start when there's the signals in the air, and you see all the people who yeah. are doing bad deeds. So they're only going, "Oh shit!" To the middle. And and you sort that's, of yeah have the the camera cut into the dark, and you think. You know, has that kind of babaduki thing? Like, is there something there? There's not something. Where is it? That was yeah. really well done. That was really yeah. well done. And there's moments. No was... this, this, this is a bit annoying, but this film, this film is three hours long, but there's there is genuinely good moments in it. Yeah. But they kind of get lost in the runtime. Like, I really enjoyed the car chase. I thought it was a really, really gritty, dark, and nasty car chase. Mm-hmm. a real kind of like Christine vibe to it. You know, this sort of yeah. unrelenting power just coming towards you, going kind to of take you out, regardless of what the fuck you, you know, what you try trying to do. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. it had it had that kind of. And you know, it makes sense that Batman would be driving like sort of this like proper muscle car. It's it's not a sleek Batmobile that we're used to. It's just this sort of yeah. American muscle car that's been souped up to no end. It's it, got a I new block it. Engine. and it's just it's a brutal. scene. everything very close up, it's you know it's an act feel to it. Yeah, that yeah. was a high point in the film. I think it dips after that. Yeah. Um, so that was a great scene. I loved the score. I thought the score was excellent. I liked the mix of the Nirvana song in it. I thought it was really well yeah, done as well. Yeah, the way it as well. I was surprised at that. Yeah, how much you worked. used of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, said, I loved the Gordon and Batman partnership, but I think the things I didn't really like about it are quite glaring, which was you've got three villains in it of which you could lose at least two of them. Penguin, yeah. Penguin wasn't. Penguin could lose. Yeah. And I think, well, she's not, as, I'm not a villain, but you could easily take Catwoman out of that story and it would be the same story. This is this is the exact same with the last Nolan Batman film as well. Yeah. Take him um, halfway out of that film. Wouldn't
1: detract in any way from the movie. And really, you could also do it the opposite way. You could take Batman out of this film and have Captain and, and, a, the same, it, and it works the same yeah. way. It's a it's a detective film. And you'd kind of we had kind of emailed about this, and, and you were saying, you know, that you could take Batman out of the film. I agree we you could take Batman out of this film and you would have a really good you know, like kind of film the detective mystery film. Mm.
0: Um, I just think Batman makes it cool. No, you know, Batman make... does. In fact, a Batman film, yeah. you put Batman in it, so yeah. I get that. But in order to make, and again, in order to make a film, make a, a, story, a character meaningful, you have to have a point within the story. And uh, Batman has a little bit of the Indiana Jones and Templar Doom feel about this, where everything he does is more of a hindrance and he doesn't actually affect anything. Anything yeah. that happens, happens in spite of him yeah. or around him. He's yeah. not the reason that he happens, you know. Even the conclusion of the film, it's like, he didn't, he wasn't the reason for that. You know? Yeah. (laughs) So if you had Batman out there, if they made this exact same story, but they called it Catwoman, and it was the exact same story, with Catwoman, who was the main um, Mm. protagonist of the film. It's the same film. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. It is, in essence... Strip it
1: back, and it is—it's purely a, a mystery. Do I mean, a, yeah, you know, like like you, a film, the, you know, a film like mystery. Take yeah. the
0: penguin out it and just have it. Yeah. Um, Zoe Kravitz trying to get vengeance on the person who killed her friend. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. and she's got Jim Gordon sort of like on her tail. That's a sense that could be the that could be the film, and it'd be easily it would easily work. Um, um performances right so let's let's go to performance now Um, so our pack first of all i thought he's a good batman really enjoyed his batman the, I, I I, I crew, done a lot of good work as well because i guarantee there's not a single punch in that film is thrown by robert batson yeah but possibly yeah, yeah. no um, possibly. definitely
1: <laughs> I, I, I did like how they didn't like, like wait wait batfleck you know they, they made our Aff, flick bulked up for that role you know he yeah. was fucking huge um and I like how they've kind of, same with Michael Keaton, you know, they've made the Bruce Wayne part. He's not, you know, a fucking 220 pound bag of muscle, you know, yeah. he's just like quite a kind of average looking guy. You know, when he puts on the suit, that's when he becomes the fucking... Do you know why he didn't do monster. that with him
0: Patterson? Because he's not... not he, he basically, said, he basically <laughs> said, I'm not doing it. Good for him, but I don't ah, he's think like, he's easy. like, if you, if you want people to, do, if people to jump off stuff, yeah, stuntman, it, that's who does it. I'm not yeah. doing that shit. He's like, ah, no good, good <laughs> on, totally. But I've always thought that's the point. Is you know, it's when you put on,
1: you know, it's a suit of armor. It's when you yeah. put it on, you become that, you know, this unstoppable force. It's not the man, and it's the fucking suit. Do you know what I mean? so is his I, cowl I made kind of, of Kevlar
0: it. in this? Because I he gets shot in the head at least a couple of times, and it looks like, a, when you see close up, it looks like a leather kill.
1: Possibly, it's made, it's, it's obviously because you see. I mean, he takes shots all the time in this, show. I mean, so he's obviously bulletproof to, to you know, yeah, on okay. his chin. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume. So the costume was really well done. I like the stitching and stuff. That. I like it's that. It hat looked hat it worked.
0: looked like it's something they're still working on. It doesn't look like it's yeah, it, it, exactly. it's not the finished article it's, it's um, Batman, right?
1: Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Do you think? I'm, I'm going to say I wasn't looking forward to a performance based on that horrible film I watched last week. That Kimmy, that was terrible. It okay. to me. But she actually pulled off Catwoman really well. The way she moved, the attitude, the sass, and stuff like that. She's. I liked her.
0: Yeah, I yeah. liked the, the only thing I didn't like about it was that the chemistry between her and Arpats was as roughly the same amount of sexual chemistry between Joan and John Cusack. Um, there was, absolutely, <laughs> there, was <laughs> there was zero. There was there was um, no feeling these two could fuck at any point. That's all I'm saying. It, it was yeah, very yeah. it was very platonic. Even, yeah, you know. yeah. It, was a, it was a professional relationship, there. yes, but most on. definitely, um, yes, <laughs> for sure. But uh, I'd
1: be nice to see her in future films. Um, I thought she, she really nailed the role, and actually, she had you know the, the kind of attitude was there, you know, that, yes, that the sass was there, the attitude. walking cat woman was there, not quite FIFA levels, but definitely the best cat member, uh, cat woman since FIFA, I would say, <laughs>
0: better than Halle Berry, i saying.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I'm <laughs> fucking than Ali. Give
0: me a better fucking pointy ears now. Do a better job. Yeah. Um, Paul Dano. I like Paul Dano. I think it was uh, the role was interesting. The fact that he wasn't really on screen a lot. He was very much yeah. in the mask, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And yeah, very yeah. much a vocal role. Um, mm. Thought it was fine, but big problem. That I'll get to later on. Is not enough screen time. He disappears for an hour of the film, mm, and for a so hour and a bit. He's gone from that movie, and you don't actually so, miss him. Whereas when he wants to. You compare them to like sort of the Dark Knight, and you're thinking about Heath Ledger. Every second Heath Ledger's not on film, you're wanting them back on. I yeah, wasn't hiring really for Daniel to come back. Yeah, um, with
1: Daniel. So what I what I found with this movie was when I watched it, I really wasn't sure. And I, I watched it on a Friday night, and I found myself tuning over it all weekend. And right. the more I chew on it, it grew and grew and grew. And one of the things I was chewing on most was I wasn't initially. Convinced by Daniel, I thought he's mm. over the top. But then the more I chew and think about it, I'm like, no, he wasn't over the top. He went mental, big for a reason. Mm. And the kind of the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, he his, <laughs> he was playing that character, you know, in a specific way. It
0: really no. Works. I think I think everything he does was a choice. Um, like yeah, I, I think there's yeah. a problem. I think the problem again, it's not his performance. I think it's the structure of the film, and the story yeah. in the film, and that. He Literally disappears from that film for a good hour, mm, and mm. like I said, you don't miss him because there's so much stuff going on. You're going to, like, you're kind of going, What the hell's going I'm a middle path. I'm going like, what, what, how much story are we going to that, into this thing? Yeah, there's a lot. You do get tied
1: up in the plot usually. Um, um, just very quickly, one scene in particular that, that really kind of jarred me was um, in the very, very start when just the, the, the mayor's walking through the house and you just see him behind them. I don't think like, there's there's wonderful shots That was horrible. That that was, could, that, yeah, that was could, like could. fucking like horror movie levels uh-huh. like, oh my fucking god, you know, like put the fear it's like proper, let's like, sit in the cinema I was like, Oh shit. There is <laughs> there's, there's, there's more definitely. of a genuine talking in it and that that works. Yeah. Oh, Colin Farrell yeah. as Penguin. Um, again, if I didn't know it was Farrell playing him, I wouldn't have known. Um, I, I much like you; I don't really see why he was in this film other than to introduce him, which we don't need an introduction to the Penguin yeah, because he yeah. you know he's a big enough character that you know you can bring him in to the next movie quite happily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he never had a lot to do. He was in it for what, like
0: two or three scenes, ten minutes tops. Like maybe maybe one scene with Batman, maybe two, maybe three scenes. Yeah. He's the main. He's the car chase scene as well. Yeah, um, so maybe maybe four maybe or four, five, yeah. maybe, maybe 25 no, no
1: minutes. no real time, minutes but yeah, I mean, most. yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, he's got to the bones. Of I've read online people <laughs> that this is how stupid it gets. And I'm sorry, if there's people out there, they know that that embrace Batman in a way that me and Richard maybe don't the same as you. But there's, there's people moaning him because he's taller than Batman, you know. And I'm like, fuck, fuck off, you know, just. Stop it, do you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean, just get it's like that that troll you had, you know. Twitter. Yeah, I'm like, just fucking stop. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Look, look, you don't, you, these aren't your fucking films, you know. What I, I know, it cares? Cares. yeah, do you know what I mean? Big fucking deal, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, underneath the makeup, it was Colin Farrell, um, but the makeup was amazing, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of the penguin. Yep. Yeah, um, Jeffrey Wright and Jim Gordon. Jeffrey Wright's great, isn't he? What a voice! <laughs> what a voice! Um, I, I I thought he was excellent.
0: I really like Jim Gordon. I really, yeah. really enjoy Jim yeah, Gordon. Definitely, um, definitely. But definitely a man struggling. You know, he sort of he's he, he, he wants to be a good cop, yeah. but he's in a world. He's in a do often a, a city or cesspool where people are not made to be good. Well, so, there's not good cops. <laughs> yeah, he portrayed that really well. Um, he. Much the rest of the cops had a night, he seemed to get a little he was trying to inject just a little bit of like of the nonsense into it, which I liked a little bit. He was he was someone yeah. like the bit when he's like um they're going into the house and it's like Batman goes like no guns, and he's like, No man, that's your thing, that's, And he's just he just like cocks a gun and yeah. it's like couple of, that of and very, very, stuff that, that, felt, that. Yeah, I like the um, also of that. thought um following up from Gary Oldman's
1: portrayal as well. Gary Oldman done a fitting job as, as Yeah, so yeah. To, to kind of come on the back of that, you know, and fill those shoes. The man done remarkably well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, no,
0: agreed. I agree. I really just a big fan of you, right. And on to Turo as Falcon.
1: Creepy as fuck. Very
0: creepy.
1: <laughs> Totoro's <Get away laughs> yeah. got. I mean, when you watch from things like Transformers, he can so easily go into territory, do you know territory. Yes, he's also Batman. He's also Barton Fink as well. So he, he, he
0: exactly. can work in both worlds,
1: yeah, yeah, and oh, yeah. I was kind of. I, I didn't know what I was going to get from him. Do you know what I mean? I was like, what Totoro? We going to get? And yeah. the one he gave us, I was like, yeah, the, yeah, you know, he's not a nice character at all. Um, no, he, but. The thing is, is you got a charm in a weird kind of way. You knew he yeah. was a bad man, but you know you're like, he's quite a nice bad man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing. Um, mm-hmm. And finally, Andy Circus as Alfred. Um, so she, he, he never had anything to do at all. He, Nothing Alfred was
1: was pointless, which was a shame because Circus is is an interesting actor. Um, yes, very much so. And he plays you know, he, he he plays second fiddle really well. He's, he's you know kind of
0: built for you know supporting roles, and it, it just gave nothing whatsoever to do at
1: all.
0: Aye, um, that's that, like literally nothing. Like and that's the main yeah. thing. Like they try, they tried at one point but put me back, and going like, what they try and do doesn't work because I'm not the only reason I'm investing in that relationship is because I know Batman and Alfred or Bruce Wayne and Alfred are friends in the, in like sort of the comics and stuff like that. But there's nothing of this Batman or this yeah. Bruce Wayne. That indicates these people even like each other because the, the sense you get from them is they fucking hate each other. So I don't think I think there's there's a, a detachment between the two. Real characters. detachment, yeah. Like yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't talk to each other, they don't they almost like bump into each other in the halls of um because the they also brought in as yeah. Aunt Baru or something? They brought in her. Yeah, um, yeah, that I, I know, which I'm like, who the fuck is that? She was in the Jim. TV show, remember the TV show they brought her into it, like the sixties oh. TV show. I don't even remember Did that. That we brought her in because the studio didn't like the fact that they brought her into the TV show because the TV studio was going. We can't have these three guys living in a, in a fucking mansion together. Like, so someone's got to <laughs> fuck somebody. So it's like <laughs> put a woman in there just so there's somebody there. You know.
1: So it's like, oh my god, getting yeah. some, getting some female action. Um, that that's nuts. Um, so the second act, um, so I think it was just
0: too much. Too much. There's too much story. That. There's too much plot. There's, there's, there's sort of layering too much in. To yeah. the point I was, I was kind of checking out a little bit. Um, and I just sort of going, I'm just, I'm not buying what this is. I'm going like, why are you bringing this in? Why are you bringing that in? Like, yeah. you had a story set up with the serial killer, with Batman detective. And what the biggest problem I had with it, and it leads into the third act, was this was at its best when it was a ground level sort of detective Batman story. When you yeah. started going big with it, I was a bit kind of like, Because I was finally quite happy to see a Batman story that was very ground level. Because yeah. every Batman movie we've had so far, and on the movies anyway, from, you know, the Schumacher ones, the Burton ones, the Nolan ones, they all go for, like, big, massive world, if not world-ending events, but, like, um city-destroying events. Yeah. And you're going, I'd like to see... Batman's not that. Batman's more ground level. He should be dealing with yeah. thugs in the street. So this, for the most part, it felt like thugs in the street, and I was good with that. And then they have the whole thing at the end, and going, like, ah, oh, it's, it's when... Far too you know, big. Batman. Batman has to save Gotham. Yeah, rather than you yeah, save. Yeah. yeah. No,
1: you, no yeah. I, I get you. The third act really kind of threw me as well. Um, that there was stuff in it as well. Like, fantastic what happened here. You know, like, would could could that even happen? I mean, it just mm. made no no sense in a, a in a kind of physics kind of way. I guess, yeah. and you know, in a kind of real world like that, all couldn't right. happen. And a lot of that just kind of took me out as well. Um, yeah, the second act, I found myself. Really having to kind of think to keep up, do you, And I'm mm. like, but the, the, why is that relevant and does that matter? And mm. you know, it really
0: does kind of muddle stuff around. Um, I think I if, know, that, point, it, if that one, if you strip out the penguin, strip out Catwoman, yeah, you've got a much more streamlined story, and yeah, you probably yeah. lose a good hour, possibly 45 really minutes it, of run time.
1: It would have made a perfect movie for Towers. Like I say, that whole for that could have been, you know, for the next it. movie. That, that yeah. I'd have been fine with that and it, it, they could have ended it and I'd have been like, That was great. Yeah. Um, not not that I'd enjoy it. And some of the some of the for that there was the spectacle of it, some of the stunts and stuff were good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, but I love the car chase. I love the car
0: It, yeah, the car it wasn't
1: terrible watching. Do you know what I mean? It was just like almost iron like, do we need this? And um, the, the the car itself, what did you think? The Burbon I
0: liked it. I felt, I loved it. Oh, oh, it was a beast, wasn't it? Like the Mad noise. It was Mad yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what I liked about it, yeah. It felt, again, I liked the raw, visceral nature of the car. Yeah, when,
1: when the lights came on and that engine, and you just <laughs> the noise in the cinema, it yeah. was proper, like, holy shit. Yeah, Love <coughs> yeah, yeah, that, that in is, a big way. This is unstoppable. And um, the last thing I want to bring up is um, Home Sweet Home,
0: um, Glasgow. Um, so, so they shut down uh, Glasgow for, like, months at a time. Months and months and months and months, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: because all this stuff when you see Batman on, and um, Catwoman on a ledge talking, right? Mm-hmm. They're not in Glasgow, nope. That's that's a studio, they've put a back of Glasgow, some of the Glasgow sort of architects in the background, Yep. It's, it's, it's a wraparound, it's sort of like the thing they use in The Mandalorian, it's, it's one of them, mm-hmm. right? So, literally, the only shots you get are the things that we saw the sort of um, the, the Twitter videos of, of Batman riding his motorcycle out of um, the. De- the, the, the cemetery, Demetrile. which I'd
1: seen them filming, and that was so so me and the kids a few years ago seen that scene getting filmed, like the motorbike and stuff. like that I, mean, oh. I was pure buzzing. I was like, "Wow, you am going to finally see the film," and it is literally 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, the last 30 seconds of the movie. They, and I, so, the whole movie. I'm like, "Where is it? Where is it? Where is it?" Oh, there it is. So
0: essentially, <laughs> we've got a reason as to why that's why movies cost so fucking much because that shut down a city for a month, and they done that. Yeah. What it I would say nothing. is that they're shooting um, Batgirl here as well, um, yeah. and I do feel Glasgow play a bigger role in that because they seem to be shooting more locations in Glasgow for that. And also the actors were in town for that. I know Keaton was in town, so with Brendan Fraser and the, the woman who's playing Cap, uh, Batgirl was in town as well. Um, none of the actors for Batman were in town. Yeah, it's all yeah, it's all it, stunt drivers. And stunt. It was all
1: men were doing ah, that. So and, you know, I think you know.
0: that's the big difference. I think um, in, in the new one because I remember we were walking back and. Um, sort of start of February, and we're shooting down to Merchant City So they're actually they're actually using Glasgow, I think, more as a bit of a backdrop as opposed to one yeah. one fucking
1: shot. Was <laughs> uh, I say? Me and the kids were dead excited when we were kind of watching it getting filmed and all that, and I thought, you know, because in the trailer it shows you it as well. Yeah. So you think this part, this is going to be a
0: big, you know, major part. Uh, I, of I thought the film, we're using like the, I thought we're going to use like. Um, the cathedral or the old infirmary is like sort of as Arkham or something. They're going to do something, something
1: like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, But it was like, you know, it was literally 30 seconds. Uh-huh. I in 30 seconds, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, that was it. Um, So I'm kind of glad that I, I didn't bring it up to the kids. Uh, the kids can't see because they're 15, which I get. It, it freaking deserves that, but I, I didn't realise it was going to be. A very like, couple of young, very young kids in it now, to be honest. I was surprised at right, it, really? not Yeah, though, yeah. No, I totally, would. but it's, um, it, it was violent, wasn't it? I mean, it violent, was, yeah. th- this is a violent Batman, you know. It, mm. It's like um, I guess Nolan's Batman w- was kind of you know that, that fighting style where you know it's just eyes forward and you know just take it in front of you, and this very much carried on with that. Uh, yeah, he's more, definitely
0: he's not cultured at this point in time. He's definitely just yeah know, hit the yeah. Guy as hard as you can and hope to doesn't get back up again. And
1: I guess that's the point is this is as you as you said at the very start, this is. His second year of being Batman, so I guess you know he's learning how to be, you know, the Dark Knight. I guess. Another
0: thing is, well. see if you're being a vigilante under the radar, try to keep it hidden, all that kind of shit, mm. you keeping a journal. Mm. Are you writing the evidence down
1: of what you're doing? <laughs> I thought yeah, I thought that was a bit strange. I'm like, why is Batman got
0: a diary? as a teenage like, fucking girl. <laughs> it, works, it works better in the comic book because you know it's almost internal monologue. You can just it's sort of yeah. him just talking to himself. But then and this I have to obviously make our purpose. I'm going, Is Batman keeping a diary? Like, like, <laughs> like so when they cut Benzley like do raid Gotham Man um sort of Wayne Manor and Are you Batman? No. But well, we found all these diaries that seem to indicate <laughs> that you are most definitely Batman. Punched
1: like, a man in the mouth. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, Kicked a man
1: in a groin yeah.
0: It was very odd <laughs> I'm actually surprised at how very close we seem in this Like I, I honestly thought you would like this a lot more than me and I thought it would be a lot more negative like, I thought i would be sort of like trying to like, mm. sort of like bring you down on it but it seems like no. we both recognise a lot of stuff in it we liked and we enjoyed yeah. but there's a lot of stuff in it we go that feels like a, it, it seems like something that might have worked in a different film just it, it, the, yeah. the length of the film does seem to there's a lot of stuff in the film you go, because of the length of the film, because the action scenes in the film are so spaced out, essentially. Yeah, yeah. That you don't. If it was all kind of coming in the space of two hours, it would feel like a real kind of thrill ride. It doesn't feel like a thrill ride me as watching. No, it does feel like like a bit of slog at you,
1: times. I mean, you shouldn't be, that for that shouldn't have you squirming in your seat because you no. it goes big and you should be at the edge of your seat. I mean, not kind of, you know, anxious to, to kind of get up and leave, which is the same. But um, I, I do think he's laying groundwork for... The, the, the kind of development of the characters in his next film, I and mean, that's why I think we had the, the Bruce Wayne machine and the kind of Batman and stuff for that being been the way it is. I think possibly could be enough out of 10 out of 10. Bec- because I'm a fanboy Batman person, I am um, I would go seven and a half virgin on eight
0: out of 10. Very good.
1: I will go six and a half. Oh, so average is seven. We yeah, that? go
0: a seven. Seven seems a bit fair, yeah, yeah, yeah but but not not not. But I mean, I, I did enjoy it. It's, it's, it's say, a beautiful, it, it's a cracking looking film, it, it sounds yeah. amazing. Everybody who's in it is working at the top of their game. Yeah. The problem is the pacing and the sort of structure of the film, but the actual yeah. look of the film Absolutely. is phenomenal. And, yeah. and if you take a still shot of any part of the film, it, you know what it reminds of. And it's not the same kind of film. But have you seen June yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminds me of Dune where it's sort of put up there a bit like art, and you're supposed to appreciate it. Yeah. And go, oh, that's amazing. But you're not meant to enjoy it. You're just sort of meant to. It's you know, ah, Yeah. Ah, uh-huh, you got yeah. it's like,
1: also, got very strong seven vibes from it as oh, well. Oh, fucking dude, it's it's,
0: it's yes. all seven. It's it's yeah, you know, it's it's like, trying to be seven in every way, yes. And
1: you know, everything's dark and grainy, but right. um, it's, seven had more jokes that, in it, than fairness, yeah. But it, it's nice to see, and I know what you're saying, he's, he's not the smartest detective, but it's nice to see Batman being a detective, do you know what I mean? No, as well, you I know? like that, I like that, but it's just good. the find yeah. the
0: one of the riddles I'm going. How the fuck are you not getting that? How, like, you're <laughs> Batman, you're supposed to be the greatest detective and you're not getting that one? But I thought it was you're funny. Working you're working at a cipher in space real. of 30 seconds, but you're not
1: getting that. Yeah, what that's it? what I liked, is how it got like, the, 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 the kind of surface riddles like that. Uh-huh. But the hidden meanings, he was like, no, I didn't. Nah, yes, man, like, <laughs> man has no depth. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so six and a half out of 10 for myself. Seven and a half from yourself, so seven yeah. out of ten. Um, yeah. So definitely worth watching. It's, it, like I said, there's nothing else out really new next week to, to go and see, to be honest. Um, it's yeah. very limited, so this film is still taking up all the screens next week, so yeah. you can, if you're looking for it, you'll find it. But there is a few things out next week. Some are on Netflix, some are a couple of things in the cinema, so I'll mention these to you for next week. Um, so we have on Netflix, no, on Disney, sorry, Disney Plus, we have the newest Pixar movie. Which
1: I only found out... Last week there was a new Pixar movie coming out. Did,
0: did, yeah. Where where did this come from? This is I think there's been a bit of a split right now in the terms of the Pixar focus a little bit left out and when it came to the Disney takeover, because oh. nothing that's Disney Disney has been put to the has been put only streaming. It's went to cinema first and then went streaming. Whereas the last two Pixar Disney films have straight went straight so Luca was the last one, and now this one is um turning red. So, um, I Which is I'm... a real shame because
1: Luca would have been sumptuous on the big screen, yes. that would have been a delight to see, Agreed.
0: you know, 20 times bigger, it right. would have been
1: beautiful. You so know? The last
0: Pixar film that was in the cinema only, to begin with, was, um, Enchanted. The was with, it, uh, so... the Enchanted, the one with Enchanted, the one with Eskrat. Was so was not in the cinema? No. Wow. So might have went to like sort of your, your sort of boutique cinemas for like a release, but it was primarily released on Christmas Day, I think it was. Yeah. On, on. Um, Straight Disney Plus, yeah. Plus. So that's a, a bit of a wee bit of, I think, from what I've heard hearing in sort of the news reports the Pixar family, are a little bit sort of aggrieved right now, that their films seem to be sort of becoming the fodder in order to get folk to buy yeah. Disney Plus. Problem with Disney, but is and I guess this is very similar to the,
1: the Black Widow thing that they've done as well. you know where they just thought, you know what, we're going to fuck you, it's it's not getting released. There you go, it's you know, well, Black it's did get released, aye, but it went to both, yeah. But it wasn't a you know, the massive, massive release since you got yeah. fucked up. But I think what I'm kind of getting at is Disney are too big that they're, it, they're almost like, and it's sorry to it kind of be topical because we look like they're it's almost like Putin. Do you know what I mean? Let's say what you want and do what you want, but they're going to carry on anyway. Exactly. Know? They want the money. If if you're pissed they, off they or, don't what, care, If,
0: like, yeah. if Charlie has is pissed off, she didn't get to go to um cinema and she loys now in 20 million to go well, just 20 million go away. That's it. She needs <coughs> Dis- Disney doesn't need Pixar. Either. They don't need Aye. a
1: schedule. Do you know what I mean? Like, so. they, they can cut the ties and be like, yeah, whatever. Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't go the other way around and uh, that, that, that's the problem and you know companies this big become all encompassing is they can fucking do what they want. Right.
0: It's a shame, because I, I'm a like, fan of Pixar films. I love to see Pixar films in the cinema. So, um, yeah, Coming yeah, Red yeah. Is, ah, on, ah, absolutely. is out on Disney Plus on Friday. On Netflix, oh. we have Ryan Reynolds' new film, The Adam Project.
1: Oh, yeah, I've been seeing about this. Yeah, yeah, sounds interesting. I've, I've His um, it
0: hit rate on Netflix has been poor, I think we'll say. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, Six Underground, yeah, followed
0: by the The Rock one.
1: Yeah, which yeah, is yet yeah, to definitively convince you. <laughs> right. Aye, definitely. Yeah, yep. yeah. And um, there
0: are two films out in the cinema this week. That sort of, if you're lucky enough to find them in the cinema, you'll, you'll, you can, you can get them. And um, one of them is called Ali and Ava, which is a sort of unconventional love story of sort of like a two divorces. I think it is. one's from a like um English background, one from a Muslim background.
1: Yeah, yep. um,
0: is, is it Muslim? I think it's is Muslim. Isn't it? yeah. I think, I think he's Muslim. Yeah, and they yeah. sort of strike up a sort of. I think it seems a very platonic relationship. It's just a friendship that seemed to be sort of the people in the town and the people that are close to them don't really seem to understand. But you see two people who find each other and sort of yeah. meet each other. It seems yeah. very. I,
1: it looks. It looks really, really kind of heartfelt. And, yeah, and, you know. What, what, yeah, just a it's, kind of solid, solid story. Yeah.
0: It's an idea of like just friendship happens. You know, people like friendship. You know, and you don't understand why you become friends with someone. You, you connect in some way, and that's what it is. Yeah. It seems yeah. to be going for that. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward, hopefully trying to find it, get a chance to see that. And you also this week, if you can find it as well, um, is one called Red Rocket. Not which, okay, you've not heard of it, but I will explain to you what it's about, and I'll, and I'll give you a reason why you will watch it. Um, Because I don't think the description is going to make you watch it. Um, So let me describe it to you first of all. So it is, Mike Sabre is a washed-up porn star who returns to his home small, home small town in Texas' hometown, not that anyone really wants him back, and he sort of world descends from there. Okay? Mm-hmm. The reason why you will watch it and I know you'll watch it because of this. It's directed by Sean Baker, who directed *Tangerine* and *The Florida Project*. Oh right, okay. So yeah, right, okay. So this is going to be quite a
1: cerebral film. There you go. Yeah, see, see I knew and you've been for it. See, and, that's it. Yeah. Um, oh, is it getting releases? That is
0: that's the thing. Oh, it's in mm-hmm. cinema and Renfrew street. I know that for a fact.
1: I will try and get to see that then, because, yes. yeah, it's, I mean, this guy takes low budget to, to whole new meaning, so I mean, this guy and, shows that you can make fucking art with, you know, next to nothing. And in, makes in, wonderful
0: movies because of it.
1: Definitely, yeah. Oh, you're right. I mean, I'm in with that, sir.
0: Don't okay, get in for the, it, I know. I know. When is Phantom of the Open out? Is, is that a couple of weeks? I think, the, I think it's maybe the 1st of April, possibly, because they, they, right, okay. they had their advanced preview on Monday there,
1: so hopefully in the next right. couple of weeks it's been. Amazon cool. I'll try and get to see at least one of them anyway. Um hopefully I'll be feeling better next week. I
0: should We've also got it. Turning Red and is and Adam Putter are both on streaming services. So you should be able, you should be able to watch them, no problem. Yeah,
1: definitely. We'll get we'll get one or the other out of the way. Till cool. yeah. tell where to find us. Um, you can find me in my bed <laughs> in yes. <control> all week. <laughs> not not in a sexy uh, way. He just wants to be left alone. <laughs> oh, definitely not in a sexy way. Um, no. no. <laughs> uh, you can find us on all the usual haunts. Uh, number three beers in the movie. We're on Instagram, Gmail, we're on Twitter, and we're on Facebook. So, um, you know, jump on, um, say hello, give us some some likes and stuff like that. We like to know if there's people out there listening. Um, so it's nice to hear from from the audience. Um, and let me know, what do you think of Colin's theory on the Batman boots? Are they made up? I think they're. No. I've been Colin, you've been.
0: Richard. And we've been. Three years in a movie.